0: so intriguing to me like it's not something that we ever experienced well that i ever experienced in kitchen where like it's something that you have to know like a machine but have to be able to also ad-lib as you go because things might not be as organized as you like as the head chef wants them to be and the funny thing is the head chef can be militant right but like we know in kitchen one fucking piece in the jenga pile can fuck up yeah and then
1: one thing goes yeah it's a whole thing and if if it's a different thing like another time yeah it's fine like it can be remedied but sometimes if it's that specific thing or it's from like a specific category that's it like everyone's just off the energy's off everyone's yeah like Like you turn
0: and it's gone Yeah. yeah that's why i was so like I only realize in hindsight now, and it's something that I'll probably have a small rant about in a positive way at some point in my life, how much Derek trusted me. It was quite because Derek would be like, hey, Mike, if we replace fennel with like this, is it will it taste okay? And. Yeah. And I like, it's a weird thing. Ricardo does the same thing to me. Like he's messaging me from London and he didn't know that sanduichi was Japanese, like for sandwich. Right. Mm-hmm. And he goes, everyone, cause he's, he's Portuguese, but he spent a lot of time. Like I believe in Brazil. Uh, he was mm-hmm. like, all the Brazilians say sanduichi. Right. And he thought it was like a Brazilian slang. I go, no, man. Like I go where that comes from is that Brazil has a massive, Uh, immigration of uh, like migrant factor of like Japanese like in their uh, Japanese diaspora as part of their like ethnic diasporas sorry Uh, similar similarly where Peru has that with Koreans so Mm. you have a lot of crossover like one of the most mystical crossover cuisines for me in the world that I want to tap into is Brazilian Japanese and Peruvian Korean. (laughs) because it's a full-blown like microculture it's not fusion food oh it is it's fusion food but in the rawest sense it's not fusion food like attempting to be like modern it's literally food that came out of those ethnicities bleeding but also those ethnic cultures uh or those like the you know the uh indigenous and the ethnic culture of that area being so characteristically strong. Because you think about Australia, you think about America, right? We are the secondary culture to the indigenous cultures here, right? Yeah. So it's very, dip- it's very forced per se even if the results are delicious it's very forced to be like Australian Japanese fusion but when you yeah, get like sure. two really like strong heuristic cultures like Brazilian and Japanese and the Japanese people settle in like ban eh, like, me French and, mm-hmm. and Vietnamese and they're like we'll make something new these are two cuisines that haven't traveled out of those regions and it's the ones that I want to make pilgrimages to like have which yes, is really the original. And that was meant to be like you know that was meant to be me and you because when we're going to go to the farms and stuff i was like my first trip to south america or central america will be with luke to go look at coffee and then while we're there we're gonna eat this fucking mind-blowing food and stuff that like we'll only be able to obtain that experience there that's like so crazy to me yeah for sure yeah like you know what i mean like i don't know like it's just something I thought about. So Derek would ask that a lot. Like, like it would be you, like the fact that he trusted me and be like, "Does this kind of like taste like that?" Because we don't have this. Like I realized that whatever happened, they forgot to order this fucking thing this week, and I'm like yeah that's okay like in my head i had to use that so sorry tying it back to the ricardo thing he asked me for a lot of stuff because i realized i'm a i'm a waste basket of like knowledge like but 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 my knowledge could just be more like just as useless you know what i mean like i think you and kames have like more like applicable knowledge at times i'm just like the kook that sits at the library yeah. And every so often I can say something impressive and an impress a girl like 10 years more junior. And then <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's like that's like that's like that's it. And then it's gone. But like I really like I really appreciate it in moments like yeah, when like people who are established in in food, such as like yeah, chef Derek at the time or like Ricardo, who's like now a, a full-time baker, <laughs> trust to ask uh, like to ask me questions. And I can actually answer them yeah. because he, yeah. Cause the Sandoz was a big thing for him. He was like, Whoa, he goes, so that comes from this. And I'm like, yeah, man, I go, I have to expose you to Japanese convenience sandwich culture because mm. you, it will open your mind to something else that actually probably is pretty similar to what you're used to in Portugal. Yeah. Right. With like, yeah. With the utility, but also like the deliciousness within simplicity Like, it's not a, it's, yeah, yeah. And then he was, like, he got very excited about that because he thinks about things that he can do in the uni.
1: Yeah.
0: And things like that.
1: Oh, for sure. I think there's definitely a dimension for, like, treated, cured, smoked meats that he can impart into a measure of fusion with, like, his pizza stuff yeah i know it is a bit it will come across as a bit more traditional for the pizza thing seeing as well look it's traditionally an italian medium all right fair enough Mm. um but there are ways that you can i guess kind of pass that through the filter that he's been stuck on recently of like the korean spice palette for example yes um that will produce something inventive and different
0: well interestingly the korean ingredient he is looking for is something pickled so something in the lineage of kimchi or more even more trad oh yeah yeah easy but check this out he's still going with pretty traditional like korean sourcing and whatnot Mm -mm. this is the thing that inspired him and he can't get out of his head and it it got me because i'm like That's amazing coming from like a European, especially (laughs) the cheese, the Korean cheese, he's like, whatever, however, that cheese, like, Like
1: you know, like powder cheese, like snow cheese.
0: No, like whatever they use for like their, like bakes slash their corn dogs, like, like like super processed. But it's like, he's like, he's like the way that that Korean cheese plays is like no other cheese he's had he's like it's stringy but it's like kind of light and it's like fluffy and i'm like dude the fact that that's what you want to replace on the pizza because you you use that instead of mozzarella is fucking amazing i'm like i'm all in on that
1: (laughs) so that's so interesting i would have assumed that it was going to be like uh yeah like kind of a soy based season for a meat or something now it's not like, it's
0: it's like it's funny because it's like all of Ricardo's thinking and this is why I think he's quite special, but he can get in his own head. Like shout out to Ricardo if you're listening to this, but this is why I love you, man. All you're thinking is super mechanistic. So you focus on the elements of the things that would change the experience of the dish like uh, fundamentally. Whereas other people are like, how can I make these flavor pairings work and make it interesting, but like keep it what it is. For him, it's like I want to place mozzarella, Mike. He's British. I'll place mozzarella, Mike. With that Korean cheese, bro. He's like, when I bit into that sandwich, I just I didn't understand how cheese could have that texture. And I'm like, Asian cheese is funky, bro. Like, who knows what it's made out of? Because they ain't lactose savvy, so we yeah. don't we don't know.
1: We yeah, don't, don't know how to do like the whole milk thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. True. So it's going to be a
0: really interesting experience. Um, shout out to that event coming soon. We're going to announce more details about it, but uh, we're popping off a little bit of an event. Uh, between yeah. Luke, myself, and our baker friend Ricardo, the mad scientist himself, and when uh, we
1: eventually
0: know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming together really nice. It is coming together super nice.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a really fun night really really fun yeah i mean running into bill today and talking over like the possibilities i i assumed that it was going to be you know a b and c but bill's like man stuff like this is the sort of thing that like spirits are trying to do to like take themselves out of the realms of you know like corporate like old person sponsorship stuff yeah and yeah. into the world, the realm of the modern day. And, you know, what real humans who actually spend money on booze do, do. with their spare yeah. time. And, yeah, so he was very like, yeah, look, if you pitch this to the right people with the right kind of words highlighted in the pitch, you guys could get a sponsor out of this quite easily. It'd be fun.
0: Dude, we were very... Um, it was very telling back in the, the art show days out in north north Shore, well northern beaches when you had all the brew, like the craft breweries which are huge now big big names in beer right but back then hmm. what did they back the most surf and skate parties because that's culture oh for sure yeah you, you gotta you gotta you, you have to like like it's funny how it's like that because in our perception as like you know dirty uh, DGks, as they Mm. called it in the skate days, or like, you know, broke-ass suburban kids, our mindset is like, oh, when it comes to like alcohol and specialty, then it's all high-end. Like, or it's not high-end, but it's all like business people. It's people who can afford this, right? But it's funny that the brands want to turn it, like the brands actually can go bigger by by bootstrapping to culture and associating themselves with something that, like these like like the corporates want to essentially be you know like this the secret part yeah
1: yeah it's crazy because like the like that part of the world it's weird to me the more i function around like rich rich people is that as much as they can buy anything the one thing that they want is not what they can buy but to be able to understand stuff that is like the everyday for the poor kids. Yeah, to yeah, understand yeah. like, a, like a swap meet. Yeah, to go and feel like they're a part of it, not some kind of weird tourist.
0: And that's almost like to- that's almost like all over the world, like Asia. Asia buys culture uh, to commoditize it because they feel they got that FOMO too.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, like, why is golf so Mm. expensive in Japan? Like, I remember when someone told me about that, like, 10 years ago. Like, oh, when you're, like, the most elite in Japan, you play golf. And they told me how much it costs to play golf. And it was ridiculous.
1: It's still, it it isn't even, like, divorced from our circumstances. Because, like, in the local Korean diaspora, golf is huge. Mm. And golfing in Sydney is not like a cheap pastime. It is enormous.
2: Yeah.
0: Commodities, man. Well, speaking of commodities, we tried to capitalize on some this past week um, with, the, with the Bofos community. We uh, did our Botaku Eats, uh, which was a fun experiment in uh, kind of like our audience engagement uh we try we did it with um the success of kind of spurring on our patreon so thank you everyone who pledged thank you everyone who tried to uh donate money through other avenues because i understand patreon is a bit like difficult uh to kind of like uh utilize at this stage so we are trying to to figure that out especially with one-offs and things like that but the money that did come in and is coming in because people have hit me up as well in my DMs, maybe Luke came as well. I don't know. Uh, we'll go to um, Headspace Charity as promised. Um, we did raise a little bit to uh, be able to have them participate in three of our meals or two to three of our meals that day. Uh, oh. It was really fun. Um, so shout out to the recommendations. I kicked off my morning with pancakes and a barn me, so I can't be mad. Um Ooh. Kami we went Sando shopping. Uh, incidentally, it was meant to be Kombini convenience store. And then people were on the stream because a lot of people were on the stream first thing in the morning. I uh, just kind of got excited at seeing like the Japanese convenience store. And so they were just saying, buy everything. Really? Buy everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was good. Hand on hearts, hand on the noodles.
3: Mm. But
0: you made the right choice by car- carving it down. And being like, I want standos.
3: <laughs> yeah, there was nothing else I could really get. Everything else was like, I have to put it in a fucking mar- microwave and like actually sit down and eat.
0: There was like a hot, yeah. There was like some hot balls, but it's always amb- uh, ubiquitous at that hour of the morning. Yeah. it's like yeah. what do you got? You know, you're gonna eat. A, you're not gonna
3: eat like a curry, curry. No. Or something. <laughs> like
0: or like fucking AM. mapo tofu or something. Oh man, mapo. Yeah, mapo. I would eat as a post-workout meal like yeah if i, did I, like I a can't hey have it workout, straight
3: straight straight before anything
0: have you ever had so mapo tofu is becoming really popular like a craze happening in asia because every asian culture now has a variant of mapo tofu stemming from china right mm-hmm. but it's all slightly a little different like the korean one is a little thin like the korean mapo tofu is actually the thinnest i've had and when i say that i mean like the the consistency of the gravy. Watery. That's how I grade it. Yeah, it's like it tastes like the most like least MSG, like least yeah. stock, uh, flower stock heavy. But I anyway, yeah, and same with their curry. Like I, I, for the first time ever, I had Korean curry, and it was like Japanese curry light. It's like when you have a DS and a DS light. <laughs> That's, that's how I likened it. I'm like, yeah. this is Japanese curry, but like lighter on every level. <laughs> Not blander. It still tasted like punchy, but it was yeah. just lighter.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway, how do you like your mapo tofu cake? I don't because- like that.
3: I I mean I don't mind it, but I ha- I guess I'll just have soup. If that's yeah, I guess
0: yeah. It's just like I don't like- know if
3: I want to put on my rice.
0: Well, okay. So how do you like your mapo tofu? because i like and it when thick I say, well no, I, yeah, I like corn my, starch I like, I like my thick too i like my mama tofu like i like my women oh, <laughs>
3: oh, oh, oh.
1: wow oh there it is anyway <laughs> is that is that a fit do you consider yourself um, i probably have bigger thighs candy,
3: than both of you guys combined thick
0: well she is putting up how much are you putting up now Berber, 85, 85 kilograms. kilos so you probably You're probably in the classification of pick.
3: I can lift one and a half mics.
1: It's wild though, right? Because it's becoming like the new meme that chicks squat heavier than dudes and have like thicker thicker thighs than dudes.
0: They do have stronger muscles, like, like core muscles. Yeah. Seriously than dudes. Yeah. That's wild. Dudes have weak ass claws, man. I tell dudes to like plank. I'm like, every week we're going to take the plank up by like 30 seconds. They are dying. Like, I've never seen grown men die in the ass from like three to four minute planks. I don't know
3: if I can do that.
0: You could do it. You could do it. Trust me. You don't think you can, but you can do it. Right? These guys like squirming trying to keep their like asses flat. And I'm like, yeah right the girls when they do the plank no problem like half the time like the first thing that buckles for girls understandably is quads arms if they didn't have developed quads oh and arms yeah arms too because they lean heavily on their arms but the idea of the plank is to like hold your core strong right more often than not when you tell a girl like oh yeah just tighten your core she feels stronger automatically
3: Mm. guys
0: nah it's like and you know, what I, you know what I think in my head, like really uh, facetiously, when a guy buckles on his core, I'm like, "How do you fuck, bro? <laughs> <laughs> How do you fuck? Not, not very good." Look That's at the my, answer. look in very, Luke's face. Not very good. Yeah, yeah. Luke you got a good, to... Luke got a good core. He's my, not slouch.
1: Yeah, my core is kind of crazy. It's like one of the only strong muscle groups, genuinely that I have
0: come on fam we huh? all know we only look at that crazy core bro yeah
1: well is like, that, that
3: that's thing the thing now is that the meme now
1: what that I have how how core? how
3: strong is your core
1: yeah no well like so I when I walk from my house to the train station it was kind of like a game for me to like engage my core the entire way and like keep that going yeah no it's just like a little a little thing they say yeah. that's a good ab exercise
3: and yeah. like yeah, it's by arnold yeah. schwarzenegger did didn't he yeah doing yeah vacuum he, vacuum
0: he sat and did vacuums vacuums like just yeah. sitting and you know how hard it is i tried it as like a set i'm like i'm it, i was sore after a set of just sitting doing like core vacuums mm-hmm. it's actually like what luke's doing is really effective <laughs> but it's uh yeah it's super interesting um mm-hmm. But yeah, that, uh, sorry, like, <laughs> mapo tofu. So no <laughs> mapo tofu in the morning. The reason why I ask is because a new fad is coming where people are having mapo tofu with, like, not rice. So, like, a really popular one, yeah. obviously, is udon. Um, someone did a mapo tofu uh, ramen, but it really was just, like, light. Like, it wasn't broth. It was just, like, almost dry ramen with, like, mm. mapo tofu and, like, shallot and stuff. That looked fucking sick. I'm oh, like a wet egg kind of thing, like a wet omelet situation. I'm like, man, that looks fucking delicious. Like with ramen noodles, I would neck that. Yeah. But I don't, because of all these new introductions, I actually don't know what my favorite thing to have mapo tofu with is now. Because classically, classic Cantonese me would be white rice, a thousand percent.
3: Yeah. That's
0: but true. udon is fucking pretty good. Yeah. And then only two to three years ago, I had the mapo tofu pizza in Seoul and it was fantastic. Like, out of this world, good. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and sweetie. So I don't know. Mapa tofu on bread. Have you ever had that? You got sourdough. I've never tried. Maybe that. you should try it. I'm going to be heaps good.
1: Yeah. So my only real engagement with mapo tofu is just, um, like, real mad traditional alongside, like, Chinese like the potato like kind of glassy noodles oh yeah
0: glass noodles wow yeah.
1: Okay. yeah back when like Chrissy was a uh, chef in kitchen hmm. yeah when she couldn't like couldn't be bothered making staff meals she'd like bounce out to like a hot pot or a malatang place and just score on like the glassy potato noodles and uh Those glass noodles have become Um, like
0: I you know when like all these Japanese places were masquerading as uh, Korean places were masquerading as Japanese places. So now in like Macquarie, Ken's Bento Box, still called Ken's Bento Box, is no longer raising up the illusion that it's Japanese because it's fully Korean. It's always been
2: Korean, right?
0: That's the one thing, Kami, that's really popular here. And I don't know if you found that like other places in the world, but koreans way back when korean cuisine wasn't popular in australia were like masquerading japanese businesses so Mm -hmm. donburi it'd be like chili pork donburi and it's really just like chili pork bulgogi
3: but like that sounds so good though
0: it's really good like it's fucking it's like effectively it's one of australia's earliest fusion foods because the koreans were like we need to make money but oh these aussies only know japanese So let's like pretend that we make Japanese food, but then it would be like that glass noodle that Luke's talking about. It's actually like hella Korean now that I know like japchae and stuff. But at the time, it was like Japanese potato noodles or like potato. Yeah, but japchae, how good is it, right? Yeah. But I used for the longest time I thought japchae was Japanese because they had to they were pretending to be Japanese restaurants. I love that yeah so it was like oh this japanese glass noodle and you would get it like at a sushi restaurant like okay
3: oh by the way um japan is open for tourism now i saw yeah yeah cool yeah yeah and australia is in the four countries they're only gonna let four countries in
0: that's crazy yeah man. right yeah
1: yeah
0: do you want me to buy my ticket like now so yeah. for the for the october no, so,
1: so he if you guys are really keen on meeting up, he could land in like July. Like early July, ah. right? I reckon.
3: Right. That would be so nice.
0: <laughs> I told Kami I'm like stupid enough to go for like a vacation, but now we got like so much shit lined up, man. If I if I fled the country at this hour, a lot of shit would I feel like would just yeah. come on Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All this
1: work. <laughs> Yeah. You you tell me that like the two friggin' wing nuts, like Noddy and his hat that has been lost in the wind, are the ones that you were going to field for Smash? Wow. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: I'll tell you something, Luke. I put I put I put the brand before anything. Yeah, baby. It's just so lucky that my girlfriend's a part of the brand. (laughs)
3: <laughs> i have there's two other things ahead of me there's wrestling and there's the fucking brand and then there's me
0: now nah, you and are part end. of the brand so it's just wrestling there you yeah, go yeah but
3: if i wasn't there would be two things and then it would be me yeah ding dong yeah. okay let's um start. no
0: but let me uh, let me ask one more question let me ask one more question so in review of Botaku Eats, because I think, well, I think we should, we have to be grateful the fact we did it. I think oh. it was a pretty, yeah. So in review of Botaku Eats, um, it'd be nicer to do like streaming eats more often, I feel, in terms of like, just like singular meals. I think it's a really fun thing that.
3: I think we should just do one meal at a time if we can. And then yeah. like, if there's like a major way, like if. Yeah, no,
0: that's a- what I mean. Mm-hmm. yeah I think it was I think it's funner to do like one event meal like as, yeah. as an event
3: because um, you can sit down and you can wait for people to come in
0: yeah and you can kind of go through something like a menu or something like especially if it's yeah. a place it was it was I think that was the biggest takeaway yeah. um but if you could have changed because you tried, tried the Ultraman burger. yeah and in a nutshell even though you posted a bit of a screen cap online what was your review of the Ultraman burger?
3: It, mm, I mean, cause like I I was eyeing the Shing Ultraman burgers. there's two different ones. One was the original, and the sec the second one was like the Shing Ultraman burger that had like an extra sauce or something, mm. spicy sauce. Um they sold out on that one. I don't know how. So I had to just have the original burger.
0: Fuck you, Mac is. Yeah, but shout out to meccas because they are now following the podcast. We don't. I,
3: yeah, no, I just checked and they're just a fake account because you tagged, fake account account you tagged inside. the wrong one. You tagged the wrong one. Okay. Okay. Anyways, it doesn't matter. They're all fake. Fake meat. Fake buns. Fake potatoes. I'm kidding. Sponsor. Okay. So I tried the I tried the original one, and I don't know. I do like chicken burgers. I really do like chicken burgers. Sometimes they're dry, right? They had this thing marinated in fucking soy sauce. And like, it tasted like fresh ginger. Like it was so like distinctly ginger. And it was super juicy.
0: That sounds super nice. Like yeah, juice, like really good. Gingery it was chicken like wafu,
3: in a burger. Yeah, it was like wafu Japanese burger. Damn. Yeah yeah and that and the and the sauce is really good um and yeah like i wasn't i was actually like quite like happy with just the original because i think that uh, the thing is like at the end of the day the other one was just another sauce and i don't even know if i even like the sauce i just like the burger like i like the chicken the ginger soy
0: i'm gonna go out and say it i think a fried chicken burger, I'm going to say burger, sorry Americans, but a fried chicken burger might be one of the most like, just like generally like palate superior foods on the Yeah, planet. I was going
3: to say that, yeah.
0: Yeah, like if we're talking about foods. Like versatile
3: like, kind of like flavors and. And, and textural. Yeah. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Like you can get breaded chicken, you can get like a different kind, like different kinds of batter. Yeah. Like.
2: Oh, shoot. Yeah. yeah
0: you know what we're gonna do that from now on like in terms of food grading it's palate superiority like the excitement of the palate like for me granola yeah
3: i love granola.
0: <laughs> the fucking the crunch and the sogginess at the same time um oh, so shout outs nice. shout out to granola so i, I my my only question came left like, on the botaku eats is what would you have preferred to had within like the selections or change because you had a few things to eat, like what would you have been like? I wish that would have been picked, or like I was excited to eat something outside of my norm, and what mm. would it have been?
3: No, I was super excited to do the Seven Eleven, but they, like I said before, um, in the more like in the live um uh, video as well, I was just saying that like they're really late in like restocking in the mornings like all the time like i would have i sometimes have work at like 8 8 30 and i want to go grab like um i just want to go grab a couple things, like a coffee and like um a yogurt or whatever and i'll walk by the fridge area and it's like empty there's nothing there and it's yeah. like what it's 8 30 there should be stuff there japanese people don't sleep like there should be things that people could grab but there's not much it's just like maybe a couple like soba so the truck
0: the truck comes in the a.m and that's when it's like dropping that shit off Mm. yeah
3: so i was kind of sad but then yeah ended up in lawson's and they had more stuff um maybe i kind of want to go to kamakura next time to do a meal yeah
0: well we know what we'll be doing. So you tell us when you're going to come Akura and we can do the next Botaku Eats. Yeah. We'll be doing Motomoto Moto in Macquarie Center oh God, because yes. we ran into the owner super randomly. Yeah. And, for some reason. and for some reason. Luke's going to go, us, yeah? Yeah. And uh, she offered to treat us to a meal at Motomoto Moto if we live streamed. And to which we thought mm, Maybe we'll talk about future possibilities With Motomoto Because Moto, it is very on brand For yeah. both Best of Friendo's podcast Speaking of I Welcome to, to... Go. Okay. Oh, go, Momentum go, go. slotted Both
3: foes podcast. Best of Friendo's um, Introduce us Introduce Our us. host X Trilly Trill Uh, uh, uh
0: oh what
3: um, um. By the way, he has a gig tomorrow.
0: Wow! Just <laughs> drop news <laughs> intermittently in the night. I am gigging tomorrow. Mosh by The tomorrow. 18th. Yeah. What
3: Yeah.
1: Water. yeah. Momentum and then on on the announcement, completely that's, that's murdered. The, yeah, that's
3: the one that's talking now. Is skinny limb limb, the skinny, Limples limb
1: lim lim. Limbasi. The Limbus. Limpulus. Gizzy. Yeah, limbskezy. Yeah. Skin a Skimbulus. Nimbus. All oh. of them. Yeah. What up, yeah.
0: Skimolim? All of that. I'ma call you uh, that from now on. Skim a limb. Skim a limb. Yeah. What up? Sausage and egg I don't muffin. Know why, but... 387 calories. And we have in the bottom rectangle which you won't see because the rectangles rotate in this video presentation yeah
3: so, i'm in the top sun-y,
1: right sun-y, 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 oh no sun-y, she's sun-y, in the bottom bottom, thank you for introducing
3: us,
0: us. that was the birthday. worst introduction it was fucking wild
2: welcome to episode 13 of
0: best friendos it Yay. is episode 13, just after the 13th of May, which was also Skinny Skimo Loom's birthday. Happy so happy birthday, birthday to that <sighs> guy. Yeah, yeah. Very on brand for him, but he was bringing all the spookiness on Friday night and day yeah. and every other day Friday, around Friday. it. Thursday. Yeah. Maybe. Sponsored by Long Island Ice Teas. Ice, 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 teas. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and today we are here after having a really busy and exhausting past week on uh, just a lot of things around uh, life and podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, to talk about the most pertinent thing coming this weekend because while there was a lot of things happening in the anime world and there were a lot of releases and things, what is most important to everyone is the political state of their respective country. And this coming weekend, we have the federal election in
3: Australia. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Oh, what does that mean? to me? Nothing. Oh, it might. Nothing. It might fuck up immigration laws again. So, fingers crossed, it does not. Oh,
2: yeah. But
0: I don't think it will because it looks like liberals are probably going to be out. R.R.P. Gomo That's Prime Minister Scott Morrison, a prime minister who's... uh. <laughs> legacy for lack of a better term or time in office has been marred with just nego criticism. Um, that's not fair to say completely that people haven't championed him, but mind you, the championing does come from people who back the party and not necessarily the man, the individual that is Scott J. Morrison. I do not even know his middle name is Jay. I just thought it would sound cool.
1: Yeah. I thought it was uh he does look like the sort of person who would be like, you
3: know,
0: a Scott Jane Stanley or something. Scott J. Mo. Um, yeah. So we are here to talk a bit about the federal election. Real light touch uh, just to cover off uh, our topic of uh, importance and also shed light on it for Kami, who will be on our show soon. So she can understand or try not to understand Australian mm-hmm. politics because it sometimes Australian politics is so superfluous. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I don't know, um, but uh, to yeah, I guess to kick off, Luke, how do you, how are you feeling about the votes these weekend, your vote this week? Man,
1: um, my vote is very easy, unfortunately. It's one of those things where sort of, when it comes to discussing things like this, like politics, I do, I do want to try and be even-handed and I do like the idea of being, you know, a bit of, um, yeah, the idea of being a swing voter and being a bit more balanced in how I look at things. Mm-hmm. But I think this is, yeah, this is just one of those elections where there's really, yeah, yeah. look, it's not, it, it, it is near impossible to sit in the middle for this one. I think just there's someone... If you pick, like, single portfolios individually, um, it is truly impossible to Mm. go, oh, look, the Conservative Party is a better option this time than um, than the, well, Democratic, to use the American term, which is a foolish idea, seeing as the majority of our listeners are Aussies, right? I think, um, especially in the lead up, there's just been too many underhand tactics in terms of like corruption allegations that were thus, that were later confirmed. There were a lot of um, attempts by parties to silence these sorts of things as well. Just to the degree that I was like, hey, look, if you, look, you want to spend my tax dollars on, I don't know, paying for male escorts to come to like parliament house and blow the leader of the one of the leaders of the conservative faction then that's cool but when you get caught for it can you at least like be funny about it instead of just like being weird and taking down all the youtube videos about it hmm. which is sort of where we're at currently That um, well in tr- that seems to be that's
0: that party's modus operandi it seems and it seems very tied into the values that they kind of distill about like the like you know what the Australian way is which is almost feels like 15 years dated like in some respects right like in Australia that like at least the youth have moved past but I guess that's more only that's only one way of really perceiving it in a sense that um i can't tell how much of the gen our generation and the generation under us are actually engaged in the polls Mm. uh properly like we are engaged in change we understand what needs to change in terms of government uh policy uh equality and fair and fair you know fair go, fair trade. We have that term in Australia, which I think is very interesting. It's not a term that's global, it's very Australian to say fair go, right? And actually deep dive into like what that means for every Australian. Because one thing that I've learned in not only following this election somewhat, but closely um, researching an aspect of this, this past, you know, election period uh, and prior is that. Like you know, no, none of the experiences of these of uh of the social different social groups in Australian society is homogenous. There's no homogenous experience, and so, but there is collective uh values. Even though the experience may not be homogenous, there are, are collective values in the way that people would like to appeal. You know, people wish to appeal to that, which means the most to like you know the majority. If that makes sense, but in everyone's mind as well, it seems that the majority is a different majority. So it's like this is like these are the people who like kind of like control and direct Australia. No, 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 no. These are the people. Like you know, you get that Mm -hmm. argument on another side of the fence who are looking completely at thing, and then it all becomes like super super contextual. Yeah, yeah. Like that's that's the part of it to me that becomes so complicated and. Yet, through that somehow, politics in Australia are able to very quickly, like, you know, pivot stands and capitalize on the loudest, Mm
2: -hmm. on
0: the loudest group. And it's so interesting to me because nowhere else in the world bends and shifts to get votes and seats like Australian political parties do. Like you could say in America, I, I feel like in like in, rep, in a Republican country, in a, sorry, in, in, a, in a country like America, um, the politics is trying to constantly manipulate its public, but they have like a head, they have a steadfast agenda that they're sticking to. And through tactics, they're just manipulating the public. Here, it feels like, well, let's, we want to just win. Like whatever winning is, we want to win those seats in power, right? But we don't have... We might not necessarily have a clear direction. And that's that's like... Yeah, that's that's my uh, observation of Australian politics. It's like doing a lot to win, but to what end? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why do, like, why do liberal want another term? Because it's control? Because it's parliament? Like, who gives a fuck? Like, there's a part of it It's like, who gives a fuck? Is it employment of their party? Oh, maybe. Right. But it's not distinctly clear what they want for Australians or what they want even to do with Australia. Like they can espouse, like that, like, you know, they can espouse change all day, but the change is kind of ambiguous in the grand scheme of things because it's so like it keeps shifting. And even Labour have that problem at the moment. I don't think people are going to be voting so heavily for Labour. Purely because I think there's a fallacy in people thinking like Labor's going to get a lot of votes because everyone's feeling like anti liberal at the moment. Mm. That's not because it's not just two parties, but everyone, like they're the two big ones, right? So it's always labeled liberal that like get the seats, but all the seats are ceded to them from like a minority party. Yeah, um, sure. So that's it in a nutshell, Kami, okay, mean, like from me. Anyway, I'll um, play it back to Luke. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and feel free to jump in at any time. Kami, like if you have not just questions, if it makes also...
1: no sense, feel
0: yeah. free to let
1: us know. Or
0: if there's a point of relation to like things with how you view like the Japanese government, because you're I have like no we're...
3: idea about the Japanese government, right? Okay, yeah, it's really like I've no... It's honestly, it's just to win the older generation because the younger generation doesn't vote here. It's really sad to be honest. Like, they don't care.
0: It's the apathy with the younger generation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah.
3: They're so comfortable in this country that they don't really understand like, struggles Hmm. with like, other classes, I guess. Wow. I don't know. I I feel so like, I don't have any not deep conversation. You don't have to have a fucking deep conversation to like, talk about politics but like you know like what is wrong with like sexism like is there is there there, like inequality and like like wages here they don't know there's like oh i didn't know i didn't (sighs) feel like you know or like or like women still want to be why like housewives here you know like they want to just get married and just have kids and that's fine that's okay cool but like it's like that mentality of like but what if Like, what if other people just want to have, like, you know, I don't know. It's, it's,
1: I think my, my naive external understanding was that that paradigm was starting to shift.
3: Yeah. No, it is, it is shifting, but like, like depression or like mental, just like mental awareness, like, is not at all something that's in the forefront yet you know what i mean right i'm not like i also don't agree with how america's dealing with it as well because it's like super like it's 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 like they're a bit too sensitive in my opinion right right
2: right
3: japan's japan's just insensitive in a way they're just like deal with it or in the, in some cases with kids it's really sad like i i took care of a, a kid that had um uh autism and um what's the branch uh Asp- aspergers
0: aspergers yeah aspergers yeah yeah, yeah
3: yeah and he was six years old and we couldn't we didn't have enough staff to keep an eye on him but we can't say your child is autistic
2: mm. you know what i mean
3: mm-hmm. like we can't we can't say that and the kid the parents don't want to know or like the parents are ignoring the fact that they do or like it is still very hush hush if cuz so, you know so that's my kid I, doesn't have any disabilities. Like so we're going to ignore that entire thing, force it into a normal elementary school and that's it. That's what if I've heard I, as
0: well. I've heard yeah. I've heard that um uh it's if you don't ignore it then it's like for shame. Like they yeah. bring shame upon the family that your kid is like
3: that. Yeah. Even. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure if it goes. Yeah, mm. like that. That's I'm. Not, I wouldn't be surprised.
0: There's a case that's come up recently, which like I won't discuss in depth, but yeah, it's another like um brand from Japan where it feels it was like the family was destroyed to find yeah. out that the kid was autistic.
3: Yeah, and and it's it's, it's really, yeah, it's still kind of very like like hush hush here. Like we don't really talk about it. It's very taboo or whatever. Mm. Um. Just so
1: crazy because I think um, so. For context, that's my mum's kind of field of work. Is yeah. she works in um, well, what would they like learning support classes? They call it here.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so it covers a bunch of different angles and yeah. a lot of ones that you I don't know. You feel like that it should be impossible to diagnose, or it could be as diverse as people who are like you no know, kids who are emotionally maladjusted because they have like abusive homes. Mm-hmm. All the way through to kids who have proper like chemical imbalances or fighting yeah. stuff like Tourette's or who need like tailored um, education for yeah. like the or autism where mm-hmm. like, look, it's not um, people don't kind of walk through that um struggle as though like oh there's nothing it's nothing you know it's whatever like obviously there are a lot of challenges that go with it and a lot of um Mm. like there's a lack of understanding from the general public but there is definitely support Mm. um at least currently yeah in terms of like education and there are different um programs from the government which are well to circle back to um the politics side um they were viciously cut under like the conservative government to the degree where like even the regular health care stuff is starting to roll back which is a really bad thing for people who are carers for people with disabilities or like um, intellectual impediment etc um yeah. where you know these yeah like there's a lot of needs um uh, yeah in that situation and it just doesn't well it, i can't imagine how bad it would be in a society where even discussion is like
3: yeah like i want like i think the parents if they like if they ask at the doctor or whatever like Mm. what do you think then of course okay maybe they would talk about it but we can't just Mm. be like i think Mm. i think you need your like you, you need to go somewhere else for your your kid because like we can't we don't have the 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 training to look right. after yeah. your kid right
1: yeah yeah so is some... it not like I, I, I naive outsider here is it not um something that whether like is there an extra dimension of education that needs to go in at like the health level
3: i don't i have no idea like i don't know what right. these people do
1: because i think for mom there was just like an extra accreditation that yeah. she went through in terms yeah. of her um, education degree qualifications
3: yeah yeah, um, yeah. So i that think could work in
1: that field
3: yeah um yeah. and and the thing is like just across my street there used to be um a little little like grocery store very mm. small one that was all people with um disabilities so like like yeah so i used to go there every day every week to buy my vegetables and then they moved Mm. like farther away so i Uh can't really go anymore but yeah they had like there's places like that and there are a lot of like yeah i know there's a lot of like like not a lot but like there are support there is support available and you see them you see them with like helpers more often actually than i ever saw in the uk to be honest actually like outside yeah. like walking around if that makes oh, sense as in
1: like yeah out on um like having time with yeah. uh, people yeah. with disability like intellectual yeah. like higher intellectual yeah. instruction
3: and like teach yeah. them like how to like take the bus take the train go shopping and do whatever like to build their independence, right um anyway sorry any but the politics here like that's a quite major for me like i i can't believe that we still can't talk about it Mm. in a sense in a way Mm. and then also yeah like inequality and just and like sex you know gender Mm. um is still very evident here i feel like
2: Mm.
3: and and like not trying to be like oh like music and art but yeah like there's no support for art I like and up-and-coming artists and stuff do not have the support because all they think about are like j-pop idols and stuff and or already established like quite mm-hmm. well well established like artists and things i feel um, i think
1: it's hard to find uh cultures in the asia pacific region oh that yeah will yeah 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 support the next generation of artists yeah yeah yeah
3: it's not at all oh, yeah. it's
1: traditional it's it, it's specific branches of the arts that get yeah. a lot of support and strange. even when
3: you get in even when you get in like I was talking I don't oh yeah I went to um I had this like video shoot the other day on Thursday and one of the assistants she's she's assistant manager to um um this a new up-and-coming singer that is uh that has her track as the opening thing, opening theme for Kingdom, uh season two. Oh wow! Um, yeah, yeah. Real cool. So, and she's like 24 or something. Her name is Haku, and her voice is so nice. Like it's really pretty. Like really good for the for the for the the anime. It like fits good, perfectly. Good, good match
1: for the yeah. Like the yeah yeah yeah. Model. That's cool. Yeah.
3: Um. Then I was like, and then like we were doing like we were having lunch and whatever and like the person like the assistant manager she was just like messaging like crazy and then i was like what are you doing are you okay and she's like yeah i'm talking to haku because they have like a three-way message thing with the label haku and the assistant manager and they're saying the label were telling her to do her own public publicity stuff like like promotions everything and shit like that and then she's like but Lord, like why why yeah i i you you're taking, like, most of the money to do what then? Like, what What? What are you doing? But she can't say that because she's 24 and she's, like, like in tears and, like, she's, like, freaking out.
1: Yeah, she doesn't know how but to... It, it, that's a hard conversation to have even for, yeah. like, a real adult.
3: Yeah, yeah, real adult. But, she, like, she's still, like, it's really, like, the labels here... I'm not saying, like, everywhere else is, like, so much better, but, like, it they do... They are so money hungry and very mm. cheap. I have a friend that's in photography and he's like does major like photography for like Nissan and stuff like that and Lexus and things and Audi and stuff like that. Like mm. he does, like, does filmography film film cine- cinemat cinematography cinematography, yeah. 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 And he said the first <laughs> cinema too. And he he started off doing these like shots for like he, you know, you know Terrace House, right?
2: Mm. Oh yeah so. so there's
3: a rapper guy in one of the like the later like the latest um uh, season and he took like pictures for that guy and they they were like when he first started he did like a full-on video music video for this person and um he he they gave him like I forgot how much it was but they're like, oh, like 30,000 yen, which is like, oh, 300,000 yen, which is like three grand or whatever, right? And mm. he's like, okay, yeah, sure. And he didn't really realize. But then when he started working for people, like, what's his face? Um, Oh, God, you all remember that that little kid, the white guy? Um,
0: Hezbollah.
3: I don't want another pretty. Oh, we're going to get canceled.
0: Oh, oh, Jesse McCartney. Yeah, Jesse McCartney. Yeah. I like one... how I thought it was Hezbollah. that like baby that looks like the a man no. that looks like a baby. I was like, we started working for Hezbollah? No, like, but crazy. this was a
3: long time ago. This is a long time ago, and he like did a photo shoot for him in New York, yeah. and he ended up with like twenty k just from that photo shoot, right? Mm. And he real, and then he told me he's like the Japanese industry because he's Japanese. He's like, it's so much more, like, stingy. Like, they don't appreciate the art that much, as much as the Western. So he really does work a lot more with Western companies now. More than, like, yeah. Which is kind of sad, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean... Sorry, this is
3: supposed to be political, but it's like, Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: I mean, when you're getting paid, right... And ultimately that's what I feel like we tied this back to the political conversation. I feel like that is the focus. I think the focus outcome of Oz politics sometimes is security.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Like having, having
0: security within their govern, governing
2: Mm
0: -hmm. like their power to govern
2: um,
0: without any real prerogative. That, you know, that's honestly like, for all that he did horribly wrong, and you know, for all that everyone disagreed with him, including myself, like grossly disagreed with him, the reason why Trump was challenged at the end was partially that, but also because he didn't fit the um, he didn't fit the clubhouse, fit in the clubhouse of American politics. Yeah, and it's kind of funny how politics is a bit like that. It's like well the end the majority who wins is the majority that number one can like show up and be most present but when they can't mm. do that it's the one that i like, just shows that there's not really any other choice and Jeez. it and in australia right now this might be a rare moment where we do get the young people on the side to vote because the liberal government has the liberal party and they they term has been so incredibly bad. And it yeah. and who knows, like you know, there's going to be talk about them running us, like you know, leading us through COVID, through the like leading, leading in
1: oh, yeah, quote, yeah, quotations. By but not, leading us um, through COVID. Yeah. By not getting vaccines when the creators of the vaccine approach them. Lou, do you want to hot, hot
0: list all the stuff? We'll talk about the bushfires. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Rightio.
1: God. So every time there is a national crisis, literally a state of emergency, um, our commandant slash prime minister is usually overseas or not doing anything about it. There were bushfires and he was on holiday in Hawaii. And after getting provoked on it and saying, hey, man, you know, like we're having national emergency bushfires. He got caught in Hawaii by Australian tourists who so were like, hey, man, pose with us. He yeah. took a picture with these people. And then media was like, hey, man, are you going to come back and address the national emergency?
3: Wow. He was
1: like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll be back as soon as I can. And then a week later, he shows up. Wow. Fascinating. Um, So COVID also strikes under his administration, Um, he gets approached by Pfizer-BioNTech, the corporation that is the um, fabricators of the Pfizer vaccine. Um, They ask him early on to come and like be at the table and provide him like vaccines for the country. He refuses and chooses instead to go with the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is distributed by friends of his through like the college and university education network. Uh, Because of that, it becomes heinously delayed as you know, they do uh, what production of the vaccine here, I think, from Mm. memory. Yes. Um, that was another, another, another hectic delay. What else? He was—he is caught in a bunch of different cases of corruption. One of which is forcing people to pay for rapid antigen tests for COVID, yeah. um, and then providing his colleagues, i.e., the Right Honourable Julie Bishop, who has a company that produces these rapid antigen tests, the sole exclusive rights to produce them i.e his co-worker in his political party party yeah so essentially everything is just jobs for the boys and trying to hook his mates up if you want more examples of like conservative corruption i think friendly geordies and the michael west report are good um youtube accounts to hit up as well as swollen pickles um which is a fun story actually because friendly geordies was fighting two court cases from the conservative uh camp yeah one of his, his um his producer the guy um Christo lanka was arrested by like an anti-terrorism squad which mm-hmm. was absolutely crazy um because he was uh he was involved in producing content that was um well critical of one of the political leaders on the conservative end of things, um, John Barillaro, um, mm. who was on rec- on record as saying that he engages in a modicum of corruption, i.e. pork barrelling, i.e. funneling money into, like, safe electorates to keep them safe. Um, so he approached the dude very chill um, uh, while he was out and about. And they approached him actually at um, a kind of meet the students, meet the press event at a university. And he asked him questions about that, asked him questions about um, him using his authority to um, approve Airbnb and approve stays just before he submitted some of his properties that he owns to become Airbnbs. yeah so he he basically just approved it for his own benefit which is a very common theme for like the liberal national party Mm -hmm. but a lot of them who are like uh involved in real estate and they use their place in like local council or state government to rezone properties that they own or that they have stake in as investments or to rezone them correctly for rebuild so that people will come in and buy them and then knock down rebuild. Mm. So yeah, that's sort of where the conservative side is at and they've been constantly called out for these things and for like various indiscretions such as using the parliament house prayer room to host um, gay orgies on taxpayer dollars yeah that's a new one that's fun
3: Mm, that's Um, fun
1: yeah i i was yeah of course it would be the most like repressed side of politics that is like you know what this is what we're using the taxpayer cash on yeah yes so that immediately in the um process of them keeping a tight lid on media and how they are talked about because the prime minister is essentially just a marketing guy. He's only interested in like managing the dialogue. They were very quick to like squash that story.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: all the time, like they they had the producer for Friendly Geordies thrown in jail um, for defamation and stuff and harassment. He was ultimately acquitted because what he was doing was within the bounds of like, you know, the foundational part of democracy, which involves critiquing, your leaders and i taking them to account for the ineptitudes that they exhibit
2: mm. same for
1: friendly geordies he was um served a defamation lawsuit that ended up getting scrapped because ultimately it was just extravagance and politicians grown adults men of some 40 50 years of age not being able to handle criticism
2: mm.
1: It was kind of wild because I think a lot of these politicians, if they were in traditional fields, such as you know like traditional corporate or they'd gone into education, even if they were in defense, at that age they would be forced into retirement because you know they're not sharp, they're not you know able to be impartial. they will just go, you know what, um, thanks for your time, get out, and here we are.
2: Hello. They're
1: still in charge. It is what it is.
2: Mm.
0: But perhaps in not much longer. Well, I highly doubt for another turn. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how people vote this weekend. There's so much there. Like, Luke just kind of, like, bucket listed all off. There's <gasps> so, so much. There's such an egregious mountain of um, accusatory material that just leads to complete Distrust and low approval ratings for the Liberal Party. That's what's kind of unprecedented in the sense that even with that, even with that, Labor doesn't have necessarily a high one either. So it just shows like a changing of the guard in Australia of how we view the political parties, perhaps, and government structure. We've been so used to so long for it being either Liberal or Labor, Liberal or Labor. But maybe this time there'll be a swing for an independent vote. I don't know. I'm super curious to see how it plays out. Um, yeah, and it is very different from anything that Kami's been experiencing recently, I suppose, in her description of some of the things that are kind of like prominently, well, not prominently, like the opposite of that, kind of stricken from like everyday discussion in Japan, like in Australia. And I don't know, like damned if you do, damned if you don't. But when politics try to tackle issue, like human issues like mental health, um, you know, uh, ethical, uh, you know, uh, racial equality, that kind of stuff, uh, all these kind of very pertinent social issues that do get the fortune of being voiced in this country. I do feel like politics don't know how to handle it because they're still so, like, institutionally and fundamentally, like, old-minded <laughs> Like it's not bad because Australia can build a hell of a campaign around LGBT rights, yeah. Whether they can follow through for that to mean anything and actually support the community is like another thing altogether, right? And granted, like you know, all due respect and love to Japan because I love traveling to Japan, I love visiting, right? But if I had to, li- but if I lived there and then became more aware of the government's perhaps disconnect with some of these things like especially the mental health and like the illness side of things then being aware of that might make me feel a different way if I was like settled in living there in terms of like the government I mean right Mm -hmm. because you can live anywhere fairly like you can live I would only say the term ignorant but you can live just about anywhere and hold your own values near and dear to your heart without letting, like, say, the governing body affect you. I think the only times where I felt like the government had a really strong position and it was almost, like, homogenous in the way that it, like, kind of blanketed over the state was in Middle Eastern countries. And that much is, like, that. that's kind of, like, goes without saying, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, politics. Uh, I'm going to end this on a cheap plug. Uh, my article for the Asian-Australian project just dropped. Um, it always drops at, like, random times in the evening. <laughs> Shout-outs to the Asian-Australian project. Shout-outs to the lovely editor-in-chief, Michelle. She's so She's, like, actually really great, a great, like, leader, to kind of, I want to call like leader because like she has great leadership qualities for the for that uh, press, and just like working tirelessly on like really good stories for um, for Asian Australians. I think some of the stuff they focus on. I was speaking about this to my brother because he's effectively an Asian, he is in Asian Australian media, um, but we were saying there's so much ground to cover with it in Australia that every outlet for it has to pick and choose and tackle like a distinct space where they feel like not only it's like not covered by something but that they have a unique voice in it much like both just much like best of friends right and for asian australia they do focus on the asian australian experience on the ground like very much like This is what's happening in the Asian-Australian communities. So my article's out now. It's about intergenerational voting in Asian-Australians. Go check it out uh, on the website. Uh, I can chuck the link up in this post or something, if Kami lets me, as the editor-in-chief of Best Apprentice. Mm. Um, Mm. Yeah, the social media content director, manager, overlord, supreme. Um, Mm. Yeah. Yeah. that's all the research I've done on this federal election in that article. So treat it as if you're marking me for of university assignment. Hopefully I, I get at least a, lo- like a light D. <laughs> I'd oh, like to think geez. I'm worthy of a light D in essay right? Um, but yeah, fam, uh, we'll see how things pan out. And I guess we will see the fallout of the federal election after, um, after this week. Also, this week, checking out the new uh, anime film. Uh, duh, 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 duh. I always need to get the name because I forget the name. Is it Tom Cinephile? What is the name of this goddamn movie? Pompo, the Cinephile. It drops Thursday uh, in Australia uh, to cinematic release. Uh, and
3: is it about water
1: no oh. it's not about water <laughs> She's It is just traumatized it's like we we will not be discussing water <laughs> again
3: no
0: i wish someone uh put up the synopsis instead of just the characters here i will give a synopsis one second Pompa, a movie producer, has been shooting one big, great entertainment click after another that anyone would enjoy. However, when her assistant spots a script and is moved by the story, she tells him to direct it. Oh. Pompo the Cinephile. Yes. Drops on Thursday. I am going to see it. It is playing every day at select event cinemas at 6.10 PM exactly. That's every day. <laughs> at 6 10 p.m um the director is Takayuki hirao and his filmography consists of nothing because the website is broken let me Mm -hmm. tell you right now now his filmography uh consists of a few death note episodes coyote ragtime card captive films um so this is his first big like solo feature, pretty much. God Eater, which I do remember, and Gyo. Um, man, he's done some really interesting series. Um, season two, a couple episodes of Attack on Titan. Ooh,
2: okay.
0: Uh, yeah. So this yeah, will right. be this will be a really interesting one. It it's playing as it played initially as a part of the Japanese film festival, so it must be pretty select and. And special did not go straight to Netflix. Mm. Not saying, not, not calling out any other movies. but <laughs> Bubble. Not calling out wow. any other movies. Uh, cool. Man, are
1: you all right? <sighs> I think you need a lozenge. Yeah. We will drop
0: the trailer as well in the Discord and, um, and in our stories to Pompa the Cinephile. And I'll have a brief, short yeah. review for you next episode. Episode 14 as well and we may have some special guests for episode 14 so stay tuned for that oh yeah oh yeah Ooh. but cool thank you for tuning into this i hope you learned something about the australian federal election or about doing yeah. live stream eating eating challenges days. yeah
3: i i can't mm-hmm. wait to do another one
0: Yeah. yeah super fun you know I what? I want every single one to be breakfast, though. I think breakfast is so ideal. But
3: breakfast was so fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. first thing in the morning, everyone actually, yeah. like, is, like, bored, so they get onto like, Instagram and shit, and they're like,
1: hey, <laughs> what's <No>. up?
3: <laughs> that was just Lisa and Mark just fucking, just quarantined themselves. Oh, and just, just going stir-crazy.
1: Get donut! COVID, COVID oh, get
3: donut!
0: Oh, dude, well, shout-out, look, shout-outs to Lisa and Mark, for sure, but we yeah. had, like, a, I had a for a lot of people like come in and the unanimous vote was, like I said, for pancakes, like that's the first thing everyone thought. And one thing I will say that a live stream audience eating event experience taught me was that people are actually incredibly uninspired when they're suggesting things for you to eat. Like my most inspired food recommendations come from people who eat um. With the focus that I eat, if that makes sense. So when Luke and I, for instance, talk about food, we talk about very specifics. When I talk about you, to, about food, Kami, should we it's just about such stop the <laughs> Huh? No. Are you done? No, no,
3: no. No. Oh,
0: Content. she wants to. Well, wow, she just cancelled us. That was crazy. We just go. <laughs> wow. We just go.
3: That's yeah.
0: just like. Can this we just was, stop now? This is now? like
1: an episode of Looney Tunes where like the crook. With like the the long crook comes out from off stage and like goes around the performer's neck and yanks them off the side. The yeah. Okay. Dang. Yeah. We were talking yeah. about food. How dare you?
3: No, just like we we're like okay, thanks, and then now it's like okay, yeah, I'm listening.
0: No, it's okay. This has happened Not several times over on several episodes. The, the moment's, moment's over. Is over. You you did no you did food what today. you came to do. You achieved what you wanted to achieve which was kill the episode. Mm-hmm. So it's over now. Um thank you people for listening. Um if you want to talk to me about food, slide in my DMs. Just slide in my DMs and talk to me directly. Talk to, to, to me talk about
1: everyone. food as well. I yeah. don't want to be left out. Yeah. And if you have any questions about Australian politics, feel free to talk about Isekai Man or um yeah. Elias or Elias Isekai. It's all right. Well I'm I'm pitching. Feel Pitching free to bother. To feel free to
0: bother either Luke or I because it's not like we don't socialize with human beings enough. And I do like, not bother Kami because
1: she does not like human interaction.
3: I like Isaklius. Ezekle- remember? Yeah. Like e- yesterday, Isaklius. E- e- you, you know, Yeah,
1: Ezekleus, yeah I think yeah. I'm trying to pitch. We we will pitch for him to rebrand his Instagram. But yeah. yes, he has a lot more opinions about politics. Yeah. Oh, he's got yeah. plenty. He's got a lot. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. He has been riding the anti-conservative wave like a good decade longer than I
2: have. Amazing. God. All right. Yeah.
1: Worth Love it. you, Bopos, community. Let's yeah. go. Thank you. Stay tuned Until for more events episode. and things and thoughts. No. <laughs> Got him.